What is up? You are watching the sixth episode of the Lax Factor Lacrosse Podcast, and today we are going to talk about the 2019 University of Maryland men's lacrosse team. The Terps are primed to have a huge year in 2019. Under John Tillman, he's got 110 wins to only 33 losses over his eight seasons. They've made seven Final Four appearances the last seven years he's been coaching out of his eight years. He's got a national title in 2017. They made it to the Final Four last year. This team has been incredible under him. He's an incredible recruiter. He's just got a great personality. Players are attracted to both him and this campus. So Maryland, they're going to be great again this year, and they're going to be uh, continued to be great in years to come. Maryland loses a lot from last year's team. They lose Connor Kelly. That goes without saying. They lose Tim Rotans, uh, All-American midfielder. They lose Bryce Young, an All-American defender. They lose Dan Morris, their goalkeeper. All four of those guys were team captains last year. All four of them helped anchor uh, strong units. They were Maryland was strong across the board. So they lose a lot of talent, but I posit that they replace all of those guys with very seasoned players, with players who have playoff experience, players who have experience competing at the highest level of lacrosse, both in, in high school and in college. So they're going to be okay. Jared Bernhardt, he's the big dog returning. He put up 40 goals and 16 assists in 2018. That was his sophomore season. He'll be donning the number one, the coveted number one jersey that, that Maryland doles out to their top offensive player every year. It's been worn by guys like Connor Kelly last year. Matt Rambo wore it before him. So it's a huge honor to be wearing the number one, similar to what it used to mean to wear the number 22 at Syracuse. And Bernhardt is completely deserving. He's earned it. He is the perfect replacement to Kelly, right down to the fact that their games, to a degree, are even similar. Both of them can dodge, both of them can feed, but they're they're goal hawks, they're goal scorers, and they're the kinds of guys that you want to have the ball in their hands when the game is on the line. Logan Wisowskis, or Wisnowskis, I'm never sure how to pronounce it exactly, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I got that close. He's the reason I'm not all that worried that Maryland's going to fall off too badly offensively, if at all, really. He puts up 35 goals with 15 helpers last year as a freshman, so he is the perfect complement to Bernhardt. Just like Bernhardt played Robin to Connor Kelly last year, and he he was they had two goal-scoring leaders on that team, uh, this year, Wazowskis is going to be that Robin to Bernhardt, and, and he has a very similar game in terms of his goal-to-assist ratio. He's a big kid, uh, 6'3", I think he's 215 in that area, so he's a bigger kid than Bernhardt, but he's the perfect complement, an excellent attackman, and he's poised to have a huge sophomore season. I'd, I'd hope to see him end up somewhere in the 60-plus range, considering how many points he put up last year. Bubba Fairman, he is another guy that both I'm excited about and I know Maryland fans are excited about. He put up 26 goals and nine assists last year as a freshman. He was actually given the name Bubba, uh, apparently because his mother, when she birthed him, he was 13 pounds. So Bubba, you, you better put this lacrosse career and this education to good use. Make yourself some real money someday and buy your mama something nice because 13 pounds. Oh my God. Enough about offense. Now we can talk about defense. 
Maryland lost a lot on the defensive side of the ball. They lose two senior poles. They lose their goalie. They lose their best or one of their best long stick midfielders. But they have help coming back. Curtis Corley, he caused 13 turnovers last year at close D. He was the guy that drew the best attackman every game and largely beat the ever-living hell out of said attackman. He's a big kid, physical kid, an excellent defender, and he will easily be able to anchor this defense this year. Because Tillman apparently likes recruiting guys with dope names, Nick Brozowski. He'll be looked to anchor some of the D-mid duties. He's a long-stick midfielder, put up eight uh, forced turnovers last year with 37 ground balls. He played in all 17 games. They have a good group of returners on the defensive side of the ball, both at close D and at the midfield, that are going to be able to keep whatever goalie they end up starting, uh, keep him safe. As we're talking about the defense, they also drew Brett Macker, Maker, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but uh, he was the number four overall recruit ranked by Inside Lacrosse, the number two defender overall, and they have two or three other freshmen, incoming freshman defenders that are all that were all former high school All-Americans. So yes, we've talked about they lose a bunch of defenders, they have a bunch of help coming back already, but they bring in three or four of the top defenders in, in high school lacrosse in 2018, and these guys will all be freshmen on campus this year. So we discussed they lose on the defensive side of the ball. Dan Morris, a very capable goalkeeper, and who it, it's tough to tell who is going to end up getting that starting spot. They got Andrew Morris on campus. He's a capable goalkeeper. He didn't get any time last year, but he was one of the top 25 recruits uh, overall by inside, inside lacrosse his uh, 2017, his senior year in high school. And they also have Danny Dolan, who I believe backed Morris up last year. He got very minimal game time. I'm talking minutes, but they have a couple of guys on campus that, that could surely step in and, and handle this defense, especially considering that they have a very strong defensive group in front of them. So they'll be okay in goal, but it'll be interesting to see who gets to start uh, come game one. Face-off men are like gold, and the Terps have two excellent face-off men returning. Justin Shockey, as a freshman, won 55% of his draws, and Austin Henningsen, a, going to be a senior this year, but as a junior, won 51-plus percent of his draws. So they return two face-off guys, both of whom are able to win face-offs at above a 51% clip. I'm not sure any team in the country is in as good of a position as Maryland is at the face-off X. At the end of the day, Maryland's chance of making their eighth consecutive Final Four is ridiculously high. They bring talent back at every position. They replace, as I said earlier, All-Americans with future All-Americans. Tillman is just a hell of a coach. They're they're great at creating game plans and then convincing these players somehow to execute them flawlessly. So I keep saying that this team is my favorite or that team is my favorite. And every time I look into another one of these top five teams, I come away thinking that that team's my new favorite. And today is no different. I, I like Yale. I like Cornell. I I really like Maryland as well. And I think that between I think that they're almost a lock for their eighth consecutive Final Four. And as I keep saying, they have as good of a shot as anybody at playing on Memorial Day as well. 